A spirit is nothing more than a person without a body, so they have to have a body to inhabit. You know, and they come from somewhere that you can't see. The spirit world is real, more real than people can imagine. They have to have a flesh to fulfill their perverted, wicked, nefarious perversities of life. Everybody's looking for their spiritual guide. Everybody's trying to connect with the spiritual realm. While at the same time, the church simply says miracles don't exist, angels don't exist, demons don't exist. My friends, something is wrong. The number one demon that needs to be cast out of the church is the demon of religion. You're sleeping with somebody outside of marriage. You're lusting. You're watching porn. You're beating your wife when nobody's looking. You come to church looking all great and stuff, walking around. But you were just out there yelling at your wife, calling her a B-word and all that stuff. And some of you, no offense, but you're in here now. And you ain't manifested yet because you refuse to repent and lose your dignity. That's going to kick the door in and tell the devil, let my people go. You see, redemption and salvation is for the lost. Deliverance is to set the captives free. Deliverance is for the people of God. Deliverance is for the church. I thought it was clairvoyant. I did tarot cards. I'm talking the new age thing. I had psychic friends. I thought it was psychic. I'm here to call this culture to Jesus Christ and cast out demons. Because these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? The house that Pentecost built. Who is in the house right now? It's your boy, DJ Blue, with... DJ No Flow. No Flow's in the house. Who else? Antonio the homie. What's up, y'all? Oh, my goodness. How y'all doing right now, man? How's it going, Flow? We're doing awesome, man. It's been good today. It's been a good day. Absolutely. Awesome. Tony the homie, how you doing? Been going pretty good today. Just how you doing, up. Tony the homie? How you doing? I'm doing Yo, amazing. Antonio. 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 Right. Yeah. You're doing all right. Nobody nobody bothering you from Absolutely. the neighborhood there. Nobody at all. You tell everybody. You tell your uncles here if anybody's bothering yeah, you in the neighborhood. Okay? Guys. You know what I mean? Capiche, right? Capiche. Oh my goodness, man. I hope you guys worldwide are doing great. We're here in the house. Man, wonderful Wednesday. Hope you guys all around the world, no matter where you may be right now, are tuned in live. I want to let you know right now to call in, talk to us. We are lines are open 833-586-6218. That's right. Give us a call, man. We want to hear your opinion and we want to hear what you got to say. We want to hear your perspectives. We want to know what you're thinking. 
because you hear us we let you know what we're thinking our perspective we want to know what you're thinking your perspectives are okay no flow you know what we do about this time all right everybody you know how it is you know what you know what it is and you know what this is all about so we're all going to do it together on the count of three two one jesus is lord there you go Proclaim it all over the world Absolutely. that Jesus Christ is Lord. You keep it in your mind, too. Don't ever forget Absolutely. it. Heart, soul, spirit, you name it, we do it. All over. Oh, my goodness, man. Oh, my goodness. There's so many things to talk about. I mean, if you watch the news at any, any point of this week, you will definitely be saddened by news all over the world. You know, I mean, the war does not stop out in the, out overseas. We pray for the people of Ukraine. It's important that we keep them in prayer and keep them, you know, lifted. I mean, and then, and then the many Christians that are being killed for their faith. I mean, that just doesn't stop. So, I mean, regardless of where you're at in the world, it is important that we understand that the truth is hated. True. Okay. That is true. The truth is hated, and we are here not to not to condemn you but to show you some type of love godly love because that's what's missing right now is godly love y'all feel me absolutely and hey listen remember what we talked about last week about the power of love when we show you godly love there it brings a change to people's lives so when we walk in the love of god it brings the change to that person's life but most importantly guess what it brings the change to you too so when you learn how to walk in love Things become a lot easier for you there. Things become a lot smoother, and you're able to go ahead and handle life a little bit uh, different when love comes into the picture and when you walk in that love that God has for you there because not only does it affect everybody around you, but most importantly, it affects you. That's correct. Yes, it does. Tony, the homie, what you, how are you feeling about love? You know, love, love is a very specific thing and a very strong word for a lot of people. Uh, for me, it's not that much of a strong word. You know, me, I love everybody. I love everything. As long as you're nice to me, you know, you're going to get the same same time of respect back. That sounds pretty cut and dry if you ask me. Cut and what? Pretty cut and dry. You want me to expand on it a little bit? I can. Go right ahead. All right, I got you. So love in a, in a natural aspect, I guess, um, can mean multiple things. So in a way, it can mean just to like profit off you know to make you happy or if you want to be in a loving relationship you show mutual respect between both is that correct that's correct exactly true man this guy <laughs> this kiss kid is something <laughs> you know i really wish the gener your generation would understand that to some degree i'm not asking for a lot i'm just using for just enough to be able to say you know what Love means something. I'm not gonna toss the word around like it's like it's a hot potato. And I want I want you to see if you caught this. You saw the first thing I said, right? What's that? That what? love that love to some people can just be a way to like get them happy. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason why I said that first. The reason being is because there's a lot of people right now that think that and that want that just to make them happy. And they think being if they think they quote unquote love multiple people, uh -huh. that's gonna bring them joy. Absolutely. And that doesn't. That's they right. May, they may think maybe like psychologically think that, but within over time and just you being over this back and forth with the same person or multiple people or like doesn't matter. Just it can be this, it can be one person that you hardly even like are with most of the time, but you think you're like 
in love with them. They're That's everything right. to you. Just because maybe you talk to them twice a week, two times a day. like That's more of an association. Exactly. Association isn't so right. much a love thing, but yet you can love somebody without, without physically seeing them. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So love is a very... That's why love is God and God's love because God loves us unconditionally even to our own demise or choice to go to hell or just fall into the sin nature. You see what I'm saying? You follow what I'm saying? Yep. So while we're speaking about love, let's send love. Let's send love to Canada. Is Canada on the line? Canada is live Woo! with us. All right, Canada, we love you. Canada is live with us. Let's send love to the good old United Kingdom. Ooh, Come on, give out, give out my U. Let's let's give my UK buddies out there a shout out. All right, come on, let's. There you go. Yes, yeah, there you go. UK. Hey, listen, our UK buddies, we want you to call. You got to call us there. We have an 800 number for an international calls. Before we got it, 833-586-6218. Give us a call. If I'm if, I, if that was too fast, just go to the website umolv.com. As soon as you click on the website, it says toll free number right there. It's right in front of you. Call us. Let us know you're listening. And we have Germany live tonight with us. Ooh, what's up, Germany? Germany's live with us tonight. And we have the one and only USA. Ooh, yeah. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Las Vegas listening. All around the nation listening. We love you. We mean, that, we mean that in a godly way. We send you love and prayers to everyone listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to us. Absolutely. Hey, what is that? What we got there? That was Jesus. Oh, that was... <laughs> you better answer that call. That's the call that you better take, okay? No, absolutely. Don't miss it 14 times like you would your Oh, that gets up. Acknowledge me. Come on now, right? Okay. Okay, guys. So we're going we're gonna to go into our baseline. Today's this evening's this show's baseline topic is fear God okay fear God okay and not in the traditional way you may think it so I'm gonna read the scripture off in the amplified because I'm, I'm I'm ghosting of an amplitude and I know no flow has it in the good old old-fashioned KJV so once I get the amplified rock and a row I'll give him the dusty KJV <laughs> Should I? Should I? Should I? I know you're. T- okay. I know you're tempted. I know you're tempted. <laughs> For anyone who wants to know, give right me, now. give me just a moment of satisfaction. I listen. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. The King James version is the only version that you should be reading out of. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I am kidding. Okay. I just had to say that because I knew that it was gonna get under your skin. Okay. <laughs> I do that. I'll put you this way, okay? <laughs> uh, you broke him. Before we got on the air, we were having this conversation. You gotta give the you gotta give the background story to it, okay? Oh yeah, this is gonna be a funny one. We have some time to spare. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh jeez. Before we went on the air, I knew that by by me saying it. Listen, I like to read the King James version. Now that's uh, now let me make it clear that I don't believe. That that's the only that's the only version of the Bible you should read. 
that I knew that it was going to irritate uh, uh, irritate our boy Blue over here. So I had to say that to him just to get a response from him before we went on the air, okay? Um, and because, <laughs> see, the notes that I write down for them so that, you know, we can follow along together are written in the Amplified. I, I study out of it. So when I when I made the notes, it says in big letters, Amplified Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so he's looking at like, what is going on here? He's not kidding. One of the only few words on here are very bolded. <laughs> hey, listen. If you ever wonder about what the Amplified Bible is about, okay, when you read about the word dead, it's like when somebody dies. Dead. Done. Gone. Finito. Finished. Complete. Out of it, okay? No more. Non-existent, okay? And we're like, oh my goodness. Really? <laughs> Do you have to be that descriptive? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, oh, I love it. I love so, it. So, I, I just had to, I had to go ahead and say that because I knew it was going to just get under your skin, okay? All right. I don't. There you go. I love you, okay? Speaking of love, I, lo I love you, all right? Yeah, how do right. you know you love somebody unless you just can pick, can't pick on them, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, right. So, our... Fear God is coming out of the scripture, Revelations 14, 7. Okay, Revelations 14, 7. Fear God. Let's see what the scripture says. And he said with a loud voice, like we haven't been loud already. Loud voice. Fear God. Okay. With awe and reverence. And give him glory and honor and praise in worship. Because the hour of his judgment has come with all of your heart. And of is in there, but all of your heart, all of heart, your heart. All. Worship him who created the heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. That's extremely loaded. Very loaded scripture. So he said with a loud voice, fear God with awe and reverence. Okay, right there. Awe and reverence. Does anyone have an, a perspective or interpretation the Holy Spirit's given you that would bring out an idea of what fear God with all reverence would mean? Uh, I'll, I'll give my, my perspective on it there. When uh, Listen, when, when that angel says to you, fear God there, I don't think at that point there that you're going to have any other choice but to be able to go ahead and fear God. And I don't mean fear God in a... Uh, in in a negative way, but I mean where the overwhelming presence of God is just going to show up there, and you don't have any other choice but to go ahead and give Him honor and reverence and worship Him, because it's going to be so breathtaking, so magnificent. It's going to take over. It's going to take over your entire being, your entire mm. perspective there, and I think that you would have no choice but to fall in that presence of God. When we come into touch with the reality of Jesus Christ and the fullness of all that he is there, we have no choice but to bow down the knee and worship him. See, that that point, that that at that place right there, it'll be something that is just gonna come out of us. But ask yourself this question, why is it gonna why is it gonna come out of you? Because it is in you when you were born, you were born to worship God, you were mm, born to mm. fear God, you were born to honor God, and that moment that you get in connection with God himself and you see him for who he is, guess what? It's going to come out of you. I don't think you're going to have a choice about it. 
You're not going to have a choice. You're not going to have a choice. But see, this is the thing about this scripture, okay? Is this post or pre-tribulation? It's in Revelation, but what I think what they're referring to here is before you have no choice. Okay? Because we're all going to have no choice at one point in life. We're going to all bow down to him. Irregardless of how you feel about it, we're going to bow down to him. It's just, is this awe and reverence and his glory and honor and praise and worship? I mean, there is several different things going on here in this particular line. And glory and honor and praise yeah. and worship. Yeah, give him, give him glory, honor, and praise and worship there because that's, at that point there, that's what is going to come out of us as human beings. That's right. And when we get to that point, uh, to be, can I be honest with you there? Uh, uh, whether it's pre-trip, uh, post-trip, mid-trip, at that point, I really don't think it's going to go ahead and matter because I'm just going to be so caught up in just worshiping God for who He is that at that point, everything else around you there becomes insignificant. It becomes second. It becomes a, a something secondary to you there. Which, ask yourself this question here. If you learned to carry the presence of God like this in your life, the all, not, if you didn't, if you, let's, let's just say, take this out, 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 let's go ahead and step out of the scripture for a minute and say, you know, I don't want to wait till Revelations 14.7 to get there. I don't want to wait till Revelations 14.7 to go ahead and start worshiping God. I want to start now. What's going to happen in our lives now when we bring the presence of God into it there what is it going to do to, our, to, to us right now before we even get there and so it's a little heaven to go to heaven in so do you, do you get what I'm saying mm -hmm. when I, when I, so hey let's not wait until then right? and let's not wait until revelations when that's, when that's going to happen let's do it now let's start to practice the presence of God now and see what change it can bring to people's lives there. So, Tony, don't you think that you take a look at the world around you right now, this, everything that's going on around you there, all right? Do you think it's going to take anything less than the power and the presence of God showing up in a situation to change circumstances? I feel like the presence of God will change a lot of people in general because it'll show them like even if you believe in him or not that's going to show them like the power is true that you, there is always a chance for you and heck maybe you would maybe then and there you maybe have another chance at life if you feel like you haven't had one already so yeah yes of course that, that'd be a very big change so i you know what we've done so far right now at this moment there hasn't really gone ahead and worked to a certain degree mm -hmm. because we're seeing the world basically go ahead and lose its marbles mm -hmm. there's so many different there's so many things it's like it's like you, you wake up one day all you got to do is just turn on twitter huh, you know, yeah, you no know go on to twitter no kidding go on to facebook <laughs> you're gonna find out you know what the world is still messed up and you're going like, wow, people are really losing their 
their their marbles over everything that's going on. You got people that are going. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Seriously, you, know? you get to wondering, you know, you, yeah. you know, we, we you know, our, uh, the older generation, the unmillennials, grew up with such a respect, honor, such we 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 endeared knowledge, technology, and these things. It all comes from a video I seen with uh, Jeff Daniels speaking about how we're not the greatest country in the world anymore, and. Although you may or may not agree with that statement in itself, the reasons why he said it in the video clip that I've seen, wow, you'd be amazed on how much we're we're disillusioned about it. We think, because we have a self-pride, kind of like a culture, the Christian culture. The Christian culture is so tied up in self that we don't see outside that self-box. The building, the financial we try to condense the, the, the holy spirit in a box holy spirit is uncontainable once he bounces what are you going to do you, you what people what the culture does is it takes the holy spirit where it was holy spirit bounces out it says i'm not doing this no more you can't contain me okay and they try to make a pseudo aviance and try to get you to believe it's still there by the way you make you feel the scenery, the air conditioning, the lighting, mm -hmm. and other things creates the feeling, a simulation. Oh boy, thank you, Holy Spirit. A simulation of what it's supposed to feel like. So those who are not really feeling the Holy Spirit or just got a taste of it, think, oh my God, Holy Spirit's here. Oh my gosh. But it's not. Why? Because he's already bounced out. He ain't want nothing to do with that. You see what I'm saying? And there's so many churches who say, oh, we're full of the Holy Spirit. We have him. And then you get in there and the lighting is nice and low. It's nice music playing in the background. They put the little spray so it smells real pretty. Okay. The ambiance is set. The atmosphere is set as if it's, but what they don't understand is a magical feeling you're feeling. You walk in. Oh my gosh. The Holy Spirit has to be here. It's so beautiful. And then what happens? He don't show up. Nobody, nobody's lives change. Nobody's lives change. No correct, no conviction to correction to, to, to salvation. But what happens is, is that we believe it is because we think we know what the Holy Spirit does. When the Holy Spirit really there, guess what happens? Revival. The word passion. Passion. Acknowledge me. There you go. It is it's real. That's real. It happens. It, I, I think what the what the important thing to realize is is that God desires passion over performance. All right. It, passion, it is better for you not to worship, go to church, read the Bible or anything. It's better for you not to do it because you, you than do it in vain. That's my experience. Okay, because I did it in vain. And it hurt me worse than helped me. It took me years to come back from that. Because I had a magical belief, an occultic belief. And then when I when the Holy Spirit really showed up, I'm like, oh boy. This is the Holy Spirit? Because this is where that the, the, the creepiness creeped in and became a real thing to me. But when the real Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit really ooh, 
Hallelujah. Let me tell you, I want to. I want to. I think I shared the story a couple of weeks ago, and I think that uh, I I want to share this. Let Let me tell you something. That what caught me and what got me addicted to Jesus was not necessarily what a person said, how they said it, the atmosphere that they said it, or anything like that at all. That, that's the truth. That's the truth. And I could tell you, I could take you right now down to the very street and the very room where I got saved and I was born again. I remember this story. And I will tell you what it was. It was one day I walked in to a Bible study with a, and, and yeah, I, I shared it a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. And again, these were not these were not choir boys, okay? <laughs> they were not there voluntarily, okay? All right, let's just put it to you this way. And a and a and a man of God came out and started to uh, and started to hold a Bible study there. Now, I you know, fortunately for me, I'm still able to remember what he talked about, but <laughs> I'm sometimes I'm surprised because I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, but. I remembered walking away from that meeting going, I couldn't put a word on what I felt, but I said, I have never felt this way before. And it was the ultimate high that I, I have never come into touch in, a, in, a, in, a, in touch with such a presence and such a power as what I had come into when I was in that room. And it changed my life. And it was the power of the Holy Spirit. It was the presence of God. And I will tell you That's one thing. That's why it's different, though. I wouldn't be here today. If it wasn't for the Holy Spirit. If it wasn't for that presence of the, that power Holy of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. What? Can, can I ask you a question? I'm going to ask you a question. World, all you listening right now worldwide, why is it so hard to proclaim the Holy Spirit? What What, what got you cat tongued? I feel like I can't. Wait, you remember the guy from, from Welcome Back, Cotter? And then, oh, 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 yeah, that guy, that guy. <laughs> you know, the, that, that answer. I got it, I got it. Go ahead, go ahead. Go it's ahead. because we have lacked, because we lack the presence ah, of uh, God. Ooh. And we have substituted it for performance. Listen, we've gone from fasting to feasting. <laughs> we've gone from being in the desert to being eating the dessert. Are you telling me right now, just... Make, make sure I completely comprende you. Comprende? Comprende you, okay? okay? Am I understanding this correctly? The reason why people are so uh, tongue-tied when it comes to the Holy Spirit is because the Holy Spirit doesn't reside. They have substituted the, the, the presence of God for the, for the performance. Okay, Let so, me give you an example. Okay. So what you just heard right now from NoFlow was the politically correct way of saying it. What you heard from me is the direct way of saying it. But then we got the Holy Spirit. Let me say the young way to say it now. The good way. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. And I have one word that's gonna complete it all. Technology. Wow. Now <laughs> let me let me roll up my sleeves for this one. Oh, 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 oh. He really is rolling up his sleeves. You can see Tony's about to get busy. He's about to roll sleep and get dirty. Okay. Yeah. He's about to get hood. So okay. <laughs> I have a big, big problem with uh, technology myself, and uh, no, I'm not going to bring this He's in. He's not a, kidding either. I am not. Um, 
You see, there's a smartwatch. How does he have a problem with technology? Why is he giving me? I'm sorry. I just had to. Uh, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, technology to me is the worst thing that happened to mankind. And mm. I mm. think of this for one main reason is because of all the negative people that, ha- that have access to it. This, I agree. I agree with yes, that. Yes, yeah, exactly. And this can literally just be from a person on the street to somebody working in the government. Like, oh. yeah, exactly. And I don't bring in the government, of course, to like throw shade on you. Oh, Lord, don't like want to do that. Exactly. Gee, who are you going to tick off now? <laughs> um, but I believe that it's it's a lot less noticed now. It's I can of believe people... I can fly. <laughs> Where, where did that come from? I heard him say, I believe. I, I uh, uh, yes, I, I know, but, yeah. my, my, but my mind wouldn't have gone there, okay? <laughs> by, by the way, isn't he in, isn't that, oh, okay, well, we won't get into that one. We won't get into that we one. We won't get into that one. We'll <laughs> stay up. No, 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 no. Let's no. just stick it. Okay, back to Tony here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Tony, okay, so, yeah, I got so, you, you're, so you're saying... Technology is the worst thing that ever happened to mankind. Yes, very. And people, you know what? It, you know what this is? I don't got okay. This. Yes. Yes. Uh, he's having holding that screen. Yep, having that screen, right? See, y'all, see, 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 y'all should have that. You know how that fingerprint thing goes on your phone for you know the, the biometer or reader? That should be your nose. And yeah, nose print, huh? Nose print. Right, the center. Of the right, because yeah, yeah. everyone has their nose in the phone. All right, we're just get a neck scan too. Yeah, scan yeah neck scan right there. You know, I'm telling you, it's it's really that bad. Yeah, and like, I the reason why I say a lot of people have. I guess not really lost their faith, but have gained a false faith mm-hmm. because like people give out a lot of false information that people will believe because that a lot of people are going to need that off balance trick. Uh, what's the word? Trajectory? I don't know how to say it correctly. Off balance trajectory. Yes. Thank you. And that messes with a lot of people because what other information, what other source are you going to get? Now, the only time I really... I blame the parents. That too. The parents. Yes, that too. I'm not, I mean, me and NoFlo are not parents, biologically, but it ain't hard to figure out these parents are lacking. A lot. And they don't do much for their kids. And especially, if you were to give a five-year-old a tablet now, then compared to like 30 years ago, you're going to see a huge difference. Of course. Because yeah. like, I feel like as humans as people in general they had to develop that and they had to evolve to that no, so, tell me how you really feel tell me how you really feel about about be what? honest hey, you're on a radio show that talks candidly okay don't hold back oh tell okay me, tell me how you really feel all right i despise technology with all my heart i find it only useful for situations like this what we're doing because it helps people it provides them proper information i hate it because that's only like five to ten percent when you actually get off the internet now you're telling how he really feels exactly like it's just it's so furious to me because like you can't trust nothing nothing that you hear nothing no that you mini- listen no meaningful relationships nothing and i'm not sure uh back back to what i was talking about earlier actually about people being in multiple relationships compared to just one that you is know, a that, main that, factor that, that's the thing you get from home depot they put in the ground <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me a 
Oh, Lord Jesus. Acknowledge me. That's one way to put it, too. <laughs> uh, you just see the whole flow. He looked at He like, oh, my goodness. We took a turn to the worst. Yeah, oh, Lord Jesus. Help him. Help him, Lord. Help him. Please so, help him, Lord. Many relationships. Okay, only, only farmers may know they understand that joke, by the way. Oh. I feel like that's if a main you didn't factor. get it. That's thank the Lord if you didn't get it. If you did, okay, well, there we go. Okay. All right. What did I say for you? You understood it? Yeah, I understood it. Okay. I'm telling you, there's going to come a time in this show we're going to have cameras in here, and I'm telling you right now, the way No Flow is looking right now is absolutely priceless. Oh, dear God. That's a coming soon feature. <laughs> you're going to see us in the studio sooner or later, and you're going to see No Flow go, oh my. With the relationship that I was talking about earlier About them people being with multiple relationships Compared to that one uh-huh. A main factor of that is technology Because you have access to talk to all of these people Instead of staying home with your one beloved person that you Are you talking about catfishing? <laughs> that too <laughs> That's another aspect Oh <laughs> Cat you see, fish? Ooh, catfishing is a whole different category. I mean, that's just <laughs> to believe ooh. somebody online thinks you are a model. And that's that's, a- that's like looking through a glass when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Knowledge. Yes. <laughs> see, no has nothing to do with this conversation, and I'm not. Yeah. Not- you know, guys, I'll be back in about an hour and a half. Okay, let's go. Uh, you know. <laughs> Oh my goodness, catfishing! So yeah. All right. So back to what yeah. you were saying. You you've 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 hit on a, on a real important point there. Okay. You've got all these you've got all these relationships. The tech okay technology. You've got what five thousand friends on Facebook. What's the limit you can have on Facebook? How many Stop friends? Stop it! I, I got use Facebook. I got, I, I got five thousand. Stop. Right. Okay. So, but here's the thing. Okay, a little under that. Yeah. Here's the thing. All right. Those relationships are absolutely, completely superficial. Well, no kidding. But, so here's the thing. In a way, it kind of represents sometimes what we've done in the church. Oh, Acknowledge me. So, oh, we have settled for a Facebook God. Oh, we have settled for a Twitter, uh, a, a Twitter God. Instead of actually having that, that, that do that, that, that again, that again, instead of actually having a one-on-one, face-to-face, talk-to-talk relationship with somebody, with, with the Lord. Now, we have substituted it there for other things. We put other things in the way there, and we've lost that personal relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord there. Just like what you were saying is that... You have, you have, you don't have 5,000 friends on Facebook. What you have is you have 5,000 technological relationships on Facebook. There. That, that's stretching are, are we, it. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? That's stretching it, though. Relationships? Are you kidding me? No. Are I, you acqua- kidding? A, acquaintances. No, Flo. Are you I, kidding me I, right I, now? Acquaintances. Acquaintances. I would even agree with five. people. Passers by. Uh, <laughs> drive by Facebook. I'm telling you. Uh, drive, okay. Drive, I, I, there, I got 4,900 go. people go. on my Facebook. 4,800, 4,900 on my Facebook. Okay. All right. Less than 0.2% of them I know. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So 
I would rephrase that, buddy. <laughs> uh, Pastor Pesci credits is there uh, relatives that show up when you have uh, money. Okay, uh, that type of <laughs> that type of relationship. You, the guy that becomes your uncle because you want a million dollars. Okay, Looking that type of person, teachers. that type of relationship there. So, but Tony, that's what you were. That's what you were touching on. Correct. Very much so. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Uh, and I have a question to ask you guys since we're actually on this topic. It makes a really good comparison because I want to compare you guys. Now, I don't want to sound rude when I say this, mm. but the older generation compared. <laughs> prod him. Prod him. He needs one more. Dude, what? <laughs> what? I am going to prod you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, three in a row. That's nice. Yeah. Third five factor, buddy. Uh, okay. Well, with the older generation, I want to see what their opinion is on this compared to my generation oh dear lord um would you guys be able to live on the earth now this is actually for everybody because i'm actually really curious so would anybody on this earth compared to this room to outside to anywhere around would you be able to live without technology yes Dang. we were doing it before okay i gotta jump in here for all right second. okay go ahead okay now I am going to say the technology has made life very, very lazy. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I, I should have been the one that done that. <laughs> should have walked over there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. I'll, no. One of these days, I'll do that. I'll walk over there. And I, I, I know. He's, he. I see it in his eyes. He has no pl- no trouble doing it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it's made society such lazy. And what, what happens is, is, you understand that nothing under the sun such is... What? Nothing. This guy. <laughs> Nothing under the sun is new to God. Nope. Technology like this existed, but just a different form. You think they have te- didn't have technology back in the olden days? Of course they did. The only thing changed was the industrial revolution. We had technology back then. Just it was different. Right. We don't understand it because they don't have they, we don't see cell phones and computers like that we have now back then. But it was a different type of technology then. You follow me? Right. So, point being, Mr. Tony, yes, the homie, I'm going to speak for the ones who are technically loving it. How mm. dare you tell me that my iPhone and my, my Android and my computer and my Facebook of my, my TikTok with my nose in my phone is so bad. How, how dare you judge me? I love it. I TikTok all the time. That was really impressive. <laughs> I, Spot on, too. I, I'm, I'm just, wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay, Tony, go ahead and answer that All question. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to, just for the meaningful, respectful, since I can't say certain things onto this program, going to just ignore that question for a little bit and go back to what I was originally saying. This guy. So, to what you guys were saying right now, my friend had a very different aspect. He told us that you wouldn't be able to live two days. I told him, why specifically two days? And you know what the answer he gave me was? I have no idea. The answer he gave me was that within those two days, you're going to give up and you're going to want to go back begging to whoever you you were with that took away your technology device or you're going to die. That's pretty deep. Very, very. And I was really confused because I'm like, one of those makes sense, the other doesn't. Like, oh, oh, go on, keep going. 
Yeah. You won't die in two days, first of all. Who like, is in the house? Hey, what's up? Oh, oh that's Troy! Troy! Troy, hi, Troy, how have you been today? I'll just follow that question, Tony. I will, I'll keep it right on my tongue. Hey, Troy, how you doing, buddy? Good, good, how are you, sir? Good, good. What you up to, Troy? What's going on right now? Not much. I'm seeing how everybody's doing in the house. Everyone's doing good. Okay. We're actually anticipating your phone call. We want to talk to you, buddy. Okay. Troy, Troy, man, I got to tell you. you. I got to tell you, buddy, I absolutely love you. All right? Seriously. Love okay. you too, brother, man. Yeah, absolutely. Troy is so awesome. You are so. I'm so glad that you're on the, on the line with us. To, tonight, and I'm so you know I'm so glad to hear you, hear your voice, and so everybody else can hear you. You are an awesome uh, young man, blessed of God. Hey, hey, Troy. Yo, yo. Hey, can you share a little bit of your testimony with the listening audience about what where you come from and how God has done what He's done with you? Because it's a fascinating story. I love it. Sure. So, at a very how can I serve this? Well, in that young age, you know, no one knows who the God was. I mean, heard it a couple times, but it's just didn't know how to really live it at the time. So, but just going through hard times with the family have been, you know, bullied through life, so, and then other stuff. But again, it's just, there is no manual on how life works, so. But at the, going to childhood, the teens, and then adulthood, you know. And then, after everything is like, okay, being homeless, not once, but twice. You know, it was like, you know. Where, where it's like, okay, what can I do? How can, you know, when you're in down to the dump, and then it's like, but at 22, um, I got saved at 22 years old, and it, just imagine him coming inside and hugging you and says, you're not alone. Amen. You're not he alone. loves. Yeah. Go ahead. Go and ahead, at go twenty, yep. Yeah, and twenty-two, I got saved. And how old are you now? And that's when thirty, thirty now. You're thirty now. So you've been saved for about you've been saved for about eight years, and you've been coming to to my father's house church for about eight years too. Uh, yeah, right? like ten years or so. Almost ten years. Wow. Goodness. Been ten yeah, years, like man. ten, eleven years now. Absolutely. So you gave your life to the Lord, and uh, and you said that at one time we, you know, you were homeless. Uh, you gave your life yeah. to the Lord there, and then, but and then, what when you did that? What changed after that for you? Well, he take me from a guy that was heartbroken, sad, and didn't really speak much until. He broke that, and here I am, like, sharing my story, and, you know, talking, and then so forth and so forth, and, you know, just giving back, because, you know, again, his love is 
powerful. That is truth. Goodness gracious, that's yeah. truth. You know, and it, and a lot of people can relate to your struggle earlier in life with, with you know, yeah. with, with the bullying aspect, maybe the homeless aspect. I know there's other things that were going on because I was bullied too when I was a younger kid. So yeah. I understand that. Um, and you yeah. also got, you know, maybe depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. other things that contribute to that. Yeah. So, you know, when, when you get, when you gave your life to the Lord, the mm-hmm. transformation happened, right? Yeah. Because again, it's like when he came in and, you know, was dealing inside of me, that's where the tears was like, he was showing his love, like, Pretty much explain like I don't care what the words that they use. You're perfect in my word. I created you. I love you then. I love you now. That's beautiful. That's Even when you didn't know who you were, right? I did a miracle. So his love, like I said, is more powerful than anything. Hey Troy, I got to tell you this too. That say mm-hmm. now. For those that are in the audience there, I know Troy personally. We actually, Daniel and I know Troy personally there. And uh, and we see Troy as he really, truly is. If, 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 people, if people were to see what we see inside of you, Troy, they, uh, mm-hmm. it, it would be such an amazing thing. You have such a... When, you're, when you are around, I don't think I've ever seen you in a bad mood. Okay. Yeah. I don't so, think it's possible. I don't think that I've ever seen you in a bad mood, there. Now, if 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 you hang around me quite often, if you hang around me enough, you're going to see me sometimes. I'm not going to be the best of, in the best of moods at all times. What? True. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. But I I have got to say that Troy, when I see you, when you walk, when when I'm around you there, I see number one, I see the joy of the Lord, and. I see that you just have a love that comes out of you there, and I think it's because you have gone through some things that nobody who's ever been through those things. Well, let me let me put it to you like this: you've gone through some things there, and so because you've been you've gone through those things, you know how to relate to people. You That's know correct. how you want to be be treated. You and, and so yeah. consequently, you treat people the way that you want to be treated. That's right. And I tell you what. Yeah, you, I mean. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 Go ahead. You don't let those circumstances that you went through now, because I know you. I know what those circumstances were. You don't. You've not let those circumstances there stop you from. Serving the Lord and being with and loving Jesus with all of your heart. It hasn't stopped you. And I tell you what, my brother, you deserve to, to be recognized for that. I think he deserves an acknowledge me for that right there. I think, it, yeah, you got you to acknowledge. acknowledge me. There you go. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, what, real quick, mm-hmm. let's, let's just check this out real quick. Let's see here. You are in the house right now. Who is this? Who's in the house? Hello, this is Sif Melanie. Oh, Melanie's live. Hello, Melanie. Hey, how, how are you? you? How are you? 
Melanie is live. I'm Nancy. great. I'm great. Let you, let you all know I'm listening for you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Right now, we're talking to Troy. Troy is a member of the church that we attend. Um, he's a very important part of the visual and audio production of the church. And he was sharing, yeah. his, he was sharing his testimony and where God brought him from. And it's just a beautiful thing. So, something like we did with you, Melanie, back in the day. Well, this is uh, Brother Blue, right? Absolutely. How have you been? I've been good. Thank you so much for asking. We've been, I've been good. Thank you. Well, you know, I miss seeing you over there at, at Orleans. I know you do. You know, and it's uh, you know, you're one of the very few that I uh, I do think about, and I pray for you, you know, quite often. And I know you, a sister of the Lord, so I know God got you covered, head, toe, left, right, up, and down. Yeah. Amen. And I'm gonna I'm let you I'm let you get back to concentrating on this uh, man's this uh, brother's testimony. And I will be in touch, okay, Blue. Thank you so much, and we love hey, you. We love you, Melanie. You're awesome. Bye, Melanie. We love you. Much love. Good to hear from you again. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes, Troy, you still with us? Yep, yep. Alrighty then. Man, that was cool to hear from Melanie, huh? <laughs> Beautiful, man. Yeah. Man, I, I missed her voice. You know, she hasn't called us for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, it's been a little bit. It's been you know? a few weeks, absolutely. I, I see her calling. I knew I knew it was her. I was like, you know what? I'm going to answer this real quick. <laughs> Anyhow, Troy, Troy, the thing is, is this, and this is the beautiful thing about what you have to say to the world listening right now, okay? You've been through a lot of stuff. You overcame a lot of things. When we see you, what 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 kind of hugs do we give each other when we see each other? What kind of What do you call those hugs? Those are the Jesus hugs. Jesus hugs. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah, he comes down from upstairs when he's doing his audio and video. He comes down. I see him, I, and I just give him the biggest bear hug possible, don't I? Biggest Jesus <laughs> I, I, I try to do the same thing for you, too, there, Troy. Whenever I see you there, I love... I love to see your face. Uh, uh, Joy that, is something, uh, and, it, and you've got a, you've got such a spirit of peace about you, uh, uh, of joy about you there. And, mm-hmm. and and again, when people know the circumstances of everything that you've been through there, that's what that's that's the victory. They, that's the they, they're going to know where God took mm-hmm. you from. You know where God took you yeah. from, and you know where you're at yeah. today. And you know that it's been mm-hmm. because of Jesus that you're where you're at today. And acknowledge Jesus. We got to give that absolutely. We got to give the Lord an acknowledgement there. Yeah. Uh, that, there you go. The Lord Jesus is Lord. We acknowledge Him as Can Lord. Can I say something oh, Absolutely. Sure. Go ahead, Tony. All right, uh, Troy, you hear me? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, this is Tony, the Tony the homie. Tony the homie. Yeah. And um, I don't, I don't know you much, and but I have heard a good amount about you. I just want to say that I respect you a lot, even without knowing you much. I respect you. I, I see you as a, as a model right now. I feel like you've been through the right amount of stuff to be to be a teacher. Teacher, not just in any type of case, but in like the situations that you've been in and i know this not from experience but from family members and i just know Mm -hmm. that you you're a very strong person you have a very strong soul very strong spirit and i I admire that i love it unbelievable so wonderful i appreciate that of course i mean uh, just 
I mean, I know he can do that for many people that have gone through hell and that. If God can do that for me, I know he can do that for others. Of course. Because again, he can, he can take whatever stuff kills it and he makes you a new creation. Absolutely. Because again, he's, it's like what I said before. God doesn't care how many things we do. Yeah, we make mistakes, but when his love shows up, there's no denying that his love is never strong enough because it is. Because again, he showed that even when, you know, again, I don't know why I was showing tears, but it was letting me know that he's hugging. Yeah, he can hug you from the outside, but when he's inside, you are hugging there, hugging from the inside. That's when it's like all of that sadness, depression, whatever lingers in your heart and mind and up your head to everything. Mm. He's always undeniable. He is undeniable. He's undeniable. Well, you're a testament yeah. to that, though, Troy. You're a testament to, to yeah. what he can do, yeah. his his grace, and the Holy Spirit getting a hold of you and change you from the inside out, you know, and I'll tell you yeah. right now, I'll go, I'll go blows with anybody that messes with Troy. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. Uh, listen, yeah. if you want an enemy for life, mess with Troy, okay? Yeah. And you'll get, you'll yeah. get an enemy for life in, in me. Oh, I'll tell you that I'll much. Tell you right okay? now. I'm gonna really have to yeah. pray for the love of Jesus. I'm telling you right now, Troy. If you, if you, did, if you didn't have the backup before, you sure of all God got the backup now. <laughs> so I'll tell you that. Yeah. You know? Another one right here for me. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you got the whole house here. I'm, yep. Because I am blessed with the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. That deserves a real clap. Not just just a clap on the board, but a real clap. Yep. And and let me tell you, I'll tell you one other thing, Troy, there, that you've got something that Mm -hmm. that is absolutely phenomenal. You have a spirit of faithfulness that is just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. You've got a servant's heart, and it's obvious that it's demonstrated there by through through everything that you do you are do you realize troy that you're a part of us that's right you are you are just as much a part of me and and my life as my right arm is see that's right see okay let's just speak about this house right now okay this house this show who's in the house the house of pentecost built you have three solid men here in this house who got your back we love you we care about you and two or three of us see you regularly that doesn't mean tony the homies any less that just means we visually actually have hands on you you know at the end of the week but i want to let you know man you're loved you're highly esteemed and god bless everything you do Amen. For me, you got the Tony love. Yep. Yeah, the Tony, the homie love. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I love you guys too, and I got your guys back as well. Yeah, well, we never, because we never doubt that, man. Okay, so if, if you had brothers that's right, that's the truth of that. If you had one thing yep. to say to the world right now, since you're live on the air, you can't get no more live than this. If you had one thing mm-hmm. to say to the world, if all their ears are on you, what would you tell the world? Don't ever let negativity come through you because whatever negativity comes along, pay no attention to those eyes because God loves you then and now, forever and ever. Oh my goodness. And you got other people that also can testify to this. God's love 
Again, I always said this before, his love is undeniable, his love is true. And you got brothers that show you that we can testify to that, that God's love is undeniable peace. Absolutely. That's, that's the truth right there, man. Coming from the, the Troy Meister himself. <laughs> Oakley Doakley, my buddy. Amen. I love it, man. Well, Troy, I want to thank you, Troy. Thank you for taking your time to call us, being here with us in the house. Because who is in the house right now? Troy is. And he's made a statement. He's made a statement. He's told you his testimony. I'm sure there are countless people out there who can testify and can relate to your story. You know, and when they get to know you, when they get to experience the Troy experience, they'll know that that the things that you've been through are real and the Jesus you serve is real. Amen. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit is beautiful, isn't it? Goodness. Well, Troy... We, we don't want to take no, no more of your time up. You know, we, uh, you know, we, we definitely know that you're a busy guy. Um, yeah. but hey, thank you for having me. And hey, I'm never too busy to call up and say, hey, what's up? Hey, Troy, hey, I'm I'm I appreciate you I'm going to take you up on that offer. Now, now you done said that on live air. I'm going to take you up on that offer. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I need Troy to call in. I need some, I need some Jesus hugs over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say this for you. On behalf of the entire UMOLV digital broadcasting station and programming, you are always welcome on Who's in the House. And I can, I know I'm, I, I'm not going to speak on all of us. I know No Flow and Tony will say the same thing. Absolutely. Okay, so we, we welcome you. Even my wife, Sally, who's, you know, listening to us. Listening to, yeah. she's, she's listening. I'm okay. sure she would say the same thing. Troy is always welcome to talk on the air with us and be a part of us. Yeah. So we love you. May God continue to have his grace on you. And just know you have three bullets for life right here in your ear. Amen. Yeah. We're, we're right here for yeah. you, brother. All so, the way. Much love hey, to you, I Troy. Love you, guys too. And yep, you too. And may his love and peace and everything else come upon you guys as well. Thank you, Troy. We Thanks. appreciate your time. Yeah, yeah. God bless you. I love you guys. Troy, before you leave, I'm sorry. Okay, one more time. Yep. Before you leave, I love. Right. I love that you say yep, yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> I love this. Yep, yep, yep. So much. Every time you say it, I get the biggest smile on my face. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how did I feel when I seen the Oakley Doakley on the chokey? Oakley Doakley on the chokey. I loved it. Oh, uh, this is great. Okay, as long as we're doing this, and I got one thing I got to do. All right, you ready, Troy? You got to guess who I'm pretending yeah. to be here, Troy. Okay. okay? You got to. You gotta get this right, okay? All right, here it goes. Hey, yo, Troy. Hey, you. How you doing, Troy? Hey, you're Rocky. What hey, up? yo, Rocko. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rocky Balboa. Yeah. You got it, man. You got it. That was spot on. Oh, that's a trifecta right there. <laughs> oh, man. Beautiful time. Thank you, Troy, for calling in. We thank appreciate you. you. See, Troy hey, knows thank me. Thank you. Hey, man, Troy. We love you, man. Troy knows me too yeah, well. All right, we'll talk to you later, <laughs> Troy. Bye, <laughs> Troy. Yep, yep. Yep. God bless you. Well, bless you too as well. Oh my goodness, that was good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Man, I tell you, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a world. Thank you for Miss Melanie for calling in. Thank you for Troy for yeah. calling in. We welcome the calls. Please call in and 
Have some time with us. 833-586-6218. And no plus. So remember what I was talking about, too. I didn't forget. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't forget, all right? Yep. We got to we gotta pick back up where, where Tony left off there. Yeah, we're going to pick up where Tony left off. We got some scripts to go through, and then yep. we got the second half of the show with more stuff. Right. So Amazing. we'll be back very shortly. Keep it locked. And see ya. Ready for the battle with the enemy around here with the Bible in my head, but you ain't feeling me. 
I'ma hit you with a ribbon, ribbon. You wasn't ready for me to come up out of the dark and take you about the light to be spark. Come on, so don't get up on a bandwagon. That's temptation to phone the next level. Never give it to the flesh of the devil. He the lie, put the pedal to the metal and bury you with the shovel. Two sides, six feet deep. No one ain't gonna be me. On the third day, when the Lord came back, he left us with the gift of the spirit living inside G.
Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as the fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The God we serve is made up of three. He is the Father, the Son, and of course the Ghost that is holy. See, the Holy Ghost moves as God commands, because all the power in this earth realm lies within his hand. Now Jesus died upon the cross for the me and you, so the Holy Ghost can come and be the Spirit of truth. Now Jesus Christ brought to us salvation. But now the Spirit is here to preserve the new creation. Without the Holy Ghost, your walk is only half done. You need the power to speak within a strange twice. Strongholds break when the tongue comes forth. No longer us, but now it's the Holy Ghost controlling the flow. He intercedes with the groans that they can never be spoken. Then the devil gets mad because his power is broken. Satan follows our tracks with the natural prayers. But when we switch over in the Spirit, all the tracks disappear. Now if you feel with the Spirit, raise your hands like with the spirit, stomp your feet like If you feel with the spirit, dance around like If you feel, raise and worship to the sky Now if you feel with the spirit, raise your hands like If you feel with the spirit, stomp your feet like If you feel with the spirit, dance around like If you feel, raise and worship to the sky the Spirit speaks to God when the song begins. He's my spiritual attorney and I'm the defense. Speaks on my behalf and then he pleads my case. And then, then he prays for a brother when I forget what to say. He brings things to my memory I thought I forgot. Then he puts me in check when I think I'm out. He is the comforter that comforts me forever, amen. And he loves to embrace me again and again. He is the power of God and he cannot be stopped. You mess around with God's anointing and you might just drop. It was the Holy Ghost that raised Christ from the dead. And now he's seated on the right hand of my dead. And also by his power he shall raise the right righteous one. And in the twinkling of an eye will look just like God's son. But you can blaspheme the Father and the Son and still pray. But you blaspheme the Holy Ghost and you will never be saved. Now if you feel with the Spirit, raise your hands like And if you feel with the Spirit, stomp your feet like And if you feel with the Spirit, dance around like Listen to me, all of you. We have powers now, like Johnny said, superhuman powers. More power than anyone has ever possessed before. Like Ananias and Sapphira in the book of Acts. They thought they could get away with lying to the Holy Ghost and they just collapsed. The Holy Ghost is God and he's holy, my friend. He's not loud nor pushy, but he's a gentleman. So for the Holy Ghost, my body is very plain and very simple. Not for lust or fornication because my body's just tense. I'm taking heed to the lyrics that my ears have heard to keep my body clean. I can't defile God's church because it was by that power that the whole earth was laid. It's the exact specifications to the plan God laid. Salvation came by grace. But when you're praying in the Holy Ghost, it builds your faith. The Holy Ghost is available to every race. But in order to receive him, you must first be saved. And when you have him, you got to keep the devil out. Because the Holy Spirit cannot reside within no dirty house. Come on now. Now if you feel with the Spirit, raise your hands like If you feel with the Spirit, stop your feet If you feel with the Spirit, dance around like If you feel, raise your worship to the sky. Now if you 
it's around the day. Is in the house. Who is in the house right now? You have your boy DJ Blue in the house right now with DJ No Flow. DJ No Flow and Tony the Homie. What's up, y'all? Tony the Homie. Man, that was up and personal. <laughs> man, I hope you're enjoying the show so far, man. It's been a wonderful hour. But the dip into the second hour, man. How about a little bit of different? Oh, I love doing that. It's so wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. We are here. We are live. We're personal. This is us. Hey, man. Again, thank you, Miss Melanie. Thank you, for thank you, Troy, the man, the myth, the legend, for calling in last hour and being part of Who's in the House. They were definitely in the house. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes, they many were. words for us, and they were all amazing. Oh, it was, it was an amazing time. Amazing time to have them there, have them here. And they're, and they're both always welcome to be here. No question about it. No question about it. So, anywho, we're going to go right into what we're baselined in. Fear God. Fear God, okay? And No Flow is a dusty book-on-the-shelf KJV guy. That's right. <laughs> you, you, you guys should have been the KJV guy. 
<laughs> I love it. So I got the KGV right in front of me, so I'm gonna speak it because I don't know. Do you have it? I, I got it. I got okay, it. Okay, speak your KJV. Okay, so which one are we doing? Are we doing the... Uh, Romans 14.7. Okay, Romans... Oh, no, 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 Revelation 14.7. Sorry, Revelation 14.7. Revelation 14.7, all right. So, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to Him. For the hour of His judgment has come, and worship Him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. Wow. Not too much different. Not at all. Not too much different at all. Okay. So, what does Revelation 14.7 mean? Okay, so these are, these are our notes. The angel with the eternal gospel urged everyone to reverence God, abide glory to him, and worship him. The angel gives two reasons sinners should fear God. Two reasons they should fear God and worship him. First, God's judgment is imminent. What does imminent mean? It's going to happen. There's no two ways about it. It's going to happen. Yeah. God's judgment is imminent. Yeah. Regardless of what you think in your head, feeling, breakfast, background, culture, whatever it may be, God's judgment is imminent. Okay? Soon he will bring an end to the beast in his empire, which is Revelation 17, 18. Okay? The empire is going to come down. This, this world that we know of sin and craziness will eventually come to an end. Also, he will co-sign the beast and the false prophet to eternal destruction in a lake of fire, Revelation 19.20. Man, no flow. That's a pretty strong statement right there. Yep, that's, and that, that, that is going to happen. So this is, this is what's going to happen in the future. This is written. This is paperwork. There's no joking. There's no messing around. This is the, this is the case. He will co-sign the beast and the false prophet to eternal destruction. In the lake of fire, and the beast's followers too. That means mark of the beast, guys. Mm -hmm. Yep. Will experience similar judgment. Revelation 20, 11 through 15. Your guys, going, those who take the mark, who those who co-sign this earth, those who treasure possessions, lust, sin, and a, like I like to call back in the day, a county hell. People who embrace that will deal with these consequences. Okay. How about hey, Tony? How about you read the second the, the, the second ver, uh, second paragraph? Gotcha. I'm sorry. I'm just oh, this guy. Yeah. yeah. You know. Listen, he's he's eating here and we're and we're suffering here. You know. You guys yeah. both had a chance. Get a taco. Hey, you know, I was delivered to me. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah he got he, he got he, he got he got dub, dub hub. Yeah, he got he got, he got a. <laughs> Personal, personal delivery. I love it. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Grub hub. Oh, okay. I'm right. sorry, baby. I don't mean to bring it. <laughs> no, for real. If y'all want to know, my my wife made tacos for us for this this Wednesday's broadcast, and we, you know, me and No Flow got our got our helping before the we, show. We, we got us before we came on the air. Yeah. That's so right. Tony right. sitting there on our break. He goes out to the kitchen. Says, I want a couple tacos for my two, wife. Two, two tacos. Couple, yeah. So he goes and uh, and uh, asks my wife, you know, can you make me a couple tacos? So before we got on the air, here she is. Here she is. Oh, 
here she is bringing him two tacos. I'm thinking, man, must be nice for a little grub hub. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So since right. Tony's busy, are you? Are you okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm all right. Good. So, I'm already. Sure. Sure. Right. Are you okay? okay. I can. I I'm see. These crumbs here are looking really nice. If you see where I'm sitting right now behind the board, I have a screen right in front of me. I really can't see Tony besides a little crack in the screen. And I had a little incident right now before this. Yes. He. Uh, he, he. 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 I guess the table was thirsty. <laughs> that paper too. Is my notes. Oh dear. It's, it's okay. I can still read them though. Okay. Go ahead. All right. In the church age, the modern present era. God used uh, uses saved humans being to warm the lost to uh, turn in the faith of God. Is that right there? Yeah. Okay, so one more time. One more time. God used... No, uh, no, from the, from the beginning. From the beginning, okay. In the church age, the modern present era, God uses saved human beings to warm... Human beings to warm the lost to turn in faith to God. How do you feel about that? The modern era. You're part of the modern era. You're, you're, you're part of the new generation. Does God use saved human beings to warn the lost to turn to faith? I'd like to say so, yes. But a lot of people like to be a false saved human being as well. Well said. Okay, second, next one. Yeah. Um, Paul wrote. Yeah, okay. Paul wrote in two... Um, second. In the uh, in second, Cathorians? Uh, Corinthians. Corinthians. Uh-huh. Uh, 511. Therefore knowing, therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we proceed, we pursue others. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right there. How do you feel about that one? Knowing the Lord. You know, I mean, that that's speaking from a, from a perspective of somebody already being saved, correct? Absolutely. Okay. So how about, in your perspective, though, therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we pursue others. Do, do you see that being the case with, with people? Do you see people wanting to pers- persuade pe- others? Not as much as I should see it, really. Well spoken. Ooh. Yeah. Well spoken. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Says you. You can. True. Yeah. You yeah. Can. I like it. In the true sense. Not like it because it's, it's the wrong thing to do. We should be persuading others to believe in the Lord. You, absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Believing or not saved, there's not saved. Like, if you're not saved, well, earn your way, get to it. That's right. You should you should know salvation, okay? Mm-hmm. okay continue. Yep. Uh, appreciate others. And in uh, 2 Corinthians, Corinthians mm-hmm. uh, 520, mm-hmm. he declared, therefore, uh, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. Okay, right there. So, in 2 Corinthians 520, he declared, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. You know what that means? Not fully. Okay. So we're ambassadors of Christ. We're, we're, we're the spokesmen. We're the ones that the Holy Spirit speaks through, okay? God makes his appeal through us. So basically what we're doing is we're showing people, that what that means is we're showing people through our life and fruits of our labor that this really is what it really is. Remember how I told you that I can... that. If you if you walk in the Lord from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, you can I can tell you. Sixteen hours. Yep. I can, I can tell you where God has worked in your life. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No flow. You got anything on that? So I think that this is definitely something that we need to take strict heed to there because listen to this what he says. I'm gonna, I'm going to read it again here. Okay. Yep. All right. So here goes. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5.11, Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade others. And in 2 Corinthians 5.20, he 
declared. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. So, when we walk in a healthy fear of God and a love for the Lord, we are going to want, we're going to want to compel others to come to Jesus. And that's through example. We have to go, and yes, the, the uh, well, say, let me tell you something, say, um, I think it was uh, St. Francis of Assisi said this. Mm-hmm. He said, preach the gospel, use words if necessary. Oh, okay. oh. See, so, yeah, we should reflect the Father, the reflection. Now, we do things all the time that are not necessarily God- godly because we're human and we do things that we want to do because we have a selfish mentality. The Holy Spirit is supposed to help you transform to that. You feel me? So what NoFlow is saying is, hey, we need to take this to a level where we understand the direction in which we're going. Make sense? Absolutely. Okay. And we are called, and I want, to, I want, some, I want people to concentrate on this for a moment. We are called to be ambassadors for Christ. Here's the important word. When you're an ambassador, when you are an ambassador uh, for somebody, that means you have been relegated by that person with their full authority. Okay? Acknowledge me! Really? There you go. You are a, you have been given the full authority of that person that you are representing. When you're an ambassador of the United States, you go, when you go to that other country, wherever you're going to, let's say if you're going to uh, Egypt or if you're going to Iran, you, that one single little person there that shows up at that meeting with all the other leaders of the world there, are fully endowed with legal authority of the full power of that country that you are representing. So that means you have the right to bring the demands and dictates of that country to that table and say this is what's going to happen so when you are an ambassador for christ when you're living for jesus amen come on everybody amen 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 there you go all right gotta give it to you (laughs) so you when you when you become a Christian, you become an ambassador for Christ, which means that you have that you walk in the power and the authority of Jesus because He's called you to be His and uh, to be that ambassador. ambassador. Did I not say, "Come in the name of"? Mm-hmm. Come right. in the name of. Exactly. So let's continue the rest of the line, Tony. Got last it. line yep. in the tribulation. Right. In the tribulation, in addition to saved people. God apparently plans to use angels to warn. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's, that's where it cut off. Okay, uh, angels to warn sinners to turn to Him. So He's going to use angels to warn sinners to turn to Him. In this sentence, is angels like an abbreviation for like, as in as in you and Cameron, like the three of us here? I know. That's what. What do you think? Well, the term angels does, uh, there, there's another term for it there, which does mean messengers. And so it, it may not be, we're, uh, we, we, may, we may not be angelic in form, uh, but we carry the same message. Hey, think about this for a minute. Let's just, let's just 
take a quick one, one minute side road here. Okay. Do you know that we as human beings, mm-hmm. the angels wish that they could carry what we carry? Of course. Do you know that the angels wish that they could be sons of God like we are? Mm-hmm. Do you know that? So we have something even more important and higher than what angels have, which means that we have the authority to carry the message of the cross. Don't we, don't we also have the dominion? And we have the dominion. Yep. That's right. We yep. have the dominion. When you We have the authority and we have the dominion. And that's... And, and let's put one more on there. Ready? The possession. <coughs> the possession. You're right. Why go into a country and overtake that country there and not establish your own kingdom in there? Oh my goodness, I'll tell you. Okay, why why go into a country and take it over and then leave it and say, hey, we're not gonna say we're not gonna establish anything here. So come on. Establish right? it. Guess what? That enemy's gonna go ahead and come back and take over that land again. So we have the power and the authority to be able to do that. Absolutely. That's what we have. Yep. That's the truth. Tony. Yeah. Last 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 paragraph. Last paragraph, gotcha. The angel with the internal gospel also urges sinners to respect, glorify, and worship God because he creates everything. Boom. Very solid statement. That's that's pretty straightforward. Uh, yeah, you can't get any straighter than that. <laughs> the angel <laughs> with the eternal gospel. Gospel translation, good news. So the, go- the angel with the good news also urges sinners to respect and so forth and so forth because God created everything. That is... You can't get no more straightforward than that. Okay, continue. Okay, gotcha. Instead of worshipping an idol, the image of the beast, those who live in... Tri- cannot pronounce that word. Tribulation. Tribu- tribulation. Tribulation. Should, wor- should worship the true God, the creator of heaven and earth. Okay, so this is where we're going to... This is where people are messing up at. And I'm sorry if I rub your rhubarb a little rough on this one. I, 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 I'd like to know if you if you did that or not, but I need to know what a rhubarb is. Rhubarb is kind you know of... What a rhubarb is? No, I, I, I do. Oh. I was just trying to go ahead. Oh. Oh. No, man. <laughs> My bad. I really need... I was just trying to go ahead and get a, and uh, and get a little bit of ire out of uh, out of uh, out of boy blue here. Okay. I just melted it all down. <laughs> Never rub another man's rhubarb. You know, you're real dead. You're real dead, Tony, okay? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is where everyone is going to have a hard time with their feelings, okay? Feelings. Feelings. Okay? Instead of worshiping an idol. Idols. People. Idols. Figures. Pictures. Gateways to spiritual issues. Okay? spiritual issues there are things that we need to understand about this stuff but you guys just seem to get in your feelings about and do not understand okay instead of worshiping an idol uh, you need to get your head in the right direction and the image of the beast is not God it's an imposter it's a illuminator it's not a sanctifier it's not a glorifier for the lord no flow come on yeah you know what listen in the last days when things gotta things are gonna get rough 
things are, are going to start happening at an accelerated pace there, there's one thing that we got to learn to do. All right, number one, we've got to learn, learn to go ahead and keep our eyes on Jesus. Through no matter what happens. Listen, people are going to let you down. Systems are going to let you down. Governments, religion, you name it. They're going to go ahead and let you down. Because why? Did you just say the R word? I, I, I did. <laughs> I, I did. Oh, you, you I'm okay sorry. there? Oh, oh goodness. Coughing up a hairball? Oh, over that's, a, that's not the hairball. That's, that's the, oh, my goodness. Oh, someone said the R word. Oh, let me, let me make this very you know, simple. You know what we're going to need on that board? What? Want, want, want. Right. Are we really? Don't we have that? Oh, oh we got the wild guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, guys, it's just. It's so, you know, I know some people love their religion, and I'm not nothing against it. You, you, you to each, you do you boo. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that because that's cliche. And, yeah, Tony, do you boo. <laughs> okay, if religion is your thing, I fight like all heaven and earth for you to keep that right to do it. That doesn't mean it's right. That just means it's your right. Okay? Religion has caused so many things to happen anti-guide wise oh my goodness man no flow holy you, you, you gotta bail me out here before i go all kinds of postal well see now that's why it's important that we go ahead and we determine in our lives uh, let me that we're going to have a personal relationship with jesus christ and that is the thing that's going to pull you through anything that you may be going through. Anything that you're facing at this moment right now. And you can have a religion and you can have a form of godliness there. But listen, there's nothing like having the power of God in your life. Preach it. So you can have all the, the, the trappings of a, uh, of a superficial relationship with uh, the Lord. But that's not going to go ahead and produce results in your life. Let me give you an example of one, uh, one example in the scriptures. All right. It was in the book of Acts. There were these bunch of uh, jive turkeys. They were called oh, the jive turkey. Yeah, oh. I, went, I went 70s on that one there, bro. Oh, jive turkey. You know, I love that saying. Because the 80s would have been homeboys. Uh, okay. But we'll stick with jive turkeys for now. <laughs> so, oh, I love it. There was a bunch of jive turkeys. What's that? Never heard that. You never heard jive turkey? Oh, we got to bring up on some 70s slang, bro. Oh, jive turkey. You know, 80s and above. <laughs> oh, so, man. But, again, they're, they're, they're guys, the guys' names were the seven, seven Sons of Skiva, is what their names were. And they thought that they were a big deal, and they came up one time to this guy that was demon-possessed. Mm. And they said, in the name of Jesus Christ, now I want you to hear this. They said, in the name of Jesus Christ, whom Paul preaches come out and you know that demon possessed man looked at him and just beat the ever loving daylights out of them all seven of them they ran out there naked okay oh the man the man the demon possessed man stripped them all naked and ran and they ran out they re revealed them for what they really were jive turkeys okay now what i'm saying is this don't be a jive turkey all right <laughs> They can't. <laughs> they can't. Don't be a jive turkey. You know, the first time I've heard that was Pastor Jose. 
really? came out with that. Yeah, he was preaching. He says, man, we got a whole bunch of jive turkeys around here, and I didn't catch it. I'm like, what is he talking about? I mean, it sounds kind of, you know, like you're being, you know, kind of a knucklehead, but I don't, I didn't know what it really meant. And I'm thinking, okay, let me just, be, like, yeah, jive turkey. You know, I'm like, you know what? That really makes some sense. That's a nice way of calling you a knucklehead. Absolutely. You're a numbskull. The key thing was that revealed where they really stood. And that was the fact that they said, in the name of Jesus Christ, whom Paul preaches, it wasn't their gospel. It wasn't their, their word. It was somebody else's word. And you can't go on somebody else's relationship with God no. when it comes to dealing with things. You've got to have your own relationship with That's God. Right. So they got the ever-loving daylights beat, the, uh, beat out of them because they came with somebody else's relationship with God, and they didn't have their own. And the demon just looked at him and said, Oh, you guys are... You gotta be kidding me. You guys are... Yeah, you guys are gotta be kidding me. That's what the demon said. And he, never, he went to proceed and just slap the tar out of that. Right? I need, you know, when he, when he, when he does the sound, it goes... Like yeah. a slapping... Quack! A whip sound. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to work on that. You got to get the woo thing too. Three of them. You got to get three different effects. <laughs> Man, my, my effect boy is becoming bigger and bigger every week. <laughs> so, but, yeah, and, and the whole thing of what I'm saying is, is that listen, when you get faced with big things, you know, like demon possessed people and things like that, what? okay, troubles that's coming your way, what? you're not going to be able to say in the name of Jesus Christ who my pastor preaches. You're not going to be able to say, in the name of Jesus Christ, who my mama preaches, or my papa preaches. No, that's not what's going to get you through that time. What is going to get you through that time is, in the name of Jesus Christ, who I know personally, who I live for personally, who I am an, amb I am an ambassador of, that's the name that I come in, and I come against you in the name of Jesus, who Ooh. I have a relationship with. Ooh. So guess what? That is what's going to bring the power oh. of God into the situation that you're in right now, wherever you may be. Oh, so that's jive turkey free. You, yeah, th <laughs> yeah, that's you're right. That's jive turkey free. That's homeboy free. That is. Oh. You know, not speaking against Tony the homie because he is Tony the homie. No, he's a, he's a homie. Okay, all right. You know, there's there's a difference. All right. Okay. But that's basically what I am saying. Right. You've got to have your own relationship with Christ, own relationship with Jesus there, and you and you got to you're gonna live and you're gonna live and die on that relationship, not what somebody else has for you. In other words, do not piggyback off of someone else's anointing thinking that you're going to get the same anointing. Uh-uh. Okay, just because someone grabbed Jesus' cloak and got blessed doesn't mean it works for everybody. That was a Jesus moment. That doesn't mean that everybody gets it. Get your own anointing. It's wonderful when we can join together. Two or more in the and gathered. I'm in the midst. But when, I, when, when we're not in the midst no more, do not think that because I'm blessed or I have the anointing on me, so to speak, that you can just piggyback off me. You gotta build your own. It's good to have the knowledge, it's good to have the wisdom, it's good to have the blessing, but get your own. Absolutely. Right? Okay. And, and you may have to pay a price for that, but oh, you know what, that price is worth it. So to summarize the chapter completely up, because obviously fear of God is what we're talking about, 
you guys don't have this. I have it on mine. Okay. The chapter that distinguishes two groups of people. Those who believe in Jesus during the tribulation and those who worship the beast. John sees the Lamb, Jesus, and the 444,000 sealed Jewish servants of God standing together on Mount Zion. The scene anticipates the end of the tribulation with the 144,000 celebrating their victory over the beast. Heaven, too, celebrates their triumph. The eternal God, the eternal good news of salvation reaches the, the ends of the earth, calling upon everyone to turn to God or face his judgment and announcing the collapse of the commercial Babylon. Woo! Commercial Babylon. Horrible. And the eternal punishment of the beast, whose image so many unbelievers worshipped. So you're all going to go down by believing this nonsense of commercial Babylon. Okay? Mr. Kanye West is speaking about that right now. If I'm not, do not mad my sayings on myself. The impending judgment is cause of believers to stay loyal to the Lord. Many believers will face pardon. Oh, pardon. But their temporary suffering does not compare with the eternal suffering worshippers of the beast will experience. All hell and fire. When Christ returns to earth, the destruction of the wicked will be so complete that the blood will flow so high it will reach the horse's bridle. That's a lot of blood. That's a lot of blood, brother. You ain't gonna have a shortage of blood that day. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. So, what, what we're trying to say here in so many words is that rather than go on this road of complete craziness and pain, suffering, tribul all this stuff, just let the Lord in. Give him a shot. I tell people all the time, if you don't believe in Jesus, test him. Test him. I know people I know who have said, Lord, if you're real and you're non-believer, remember, it's not, it's, not, it's not for the pseudo believers. This is for believers who, you know, people who are like really don't believe in God. If you're real, show yourself. And the testimonies of God showing up demonstrated his power. Absolutely. Unbelievably. Tony. Yes. The homie. Yes, sir. Blue. <laughs> Tony, the homie. <laughs> I don't like it. Let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> uh, let me get stretches in. All right, what are we talking about? <laughs> Tony. Yes. You are a part of a generation of, of young men and children you ladies and so forth who have completely went blind i am yes that is correct okay it is not blind like blind it's blind like blind blind oh yeah i know okay you happen to be a voice here and anywhere else you go as you come in the name of you are a voice to countless people Young people, your generation. Okay, the opportunity this is telling you. Okay, we're ambassadors of Christ. God making His appeal through us. You have the opportunity to do that very thing for the Creator of the world. Now I told you before we got in the air, your life has been blessed. There's a lot of things that. Lost stories that, that 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 contribute to that. 
bottom line is you're here for a purpose okay you're on the show for a purpose i believe your purpose is to bring out the good that so many of your generation lost you're like a lighthouse in the middle of a storming sea okay people know who tony the homie is and i say this to you specifically because me and no flow are not a part of that generation i'm not a part of his generation he you know he was walking around with cavemen and dinosaurs are walking <laughs> before that if you don't mind me saying so okay he fossilistic <laughs> when they were talking to him they're beating tom-toms <laughs> Anyway, they, they were a little bit behind my times at that point. <laughs> okay, you you are a part of a generation that is going to look to you. Okay, not billions, maybe, maybe not, but enough for God to use you in a way that's going to blow your mind. You know, um, I haven't spoken about it yet in this show, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I ever even told either of you. Mm-hmm. Um, Here we go. About the way I actually started truly understanding and believing what God is. Nice. And um, it was when I was seven years old. You may remember this. When I was seven years old, and oh, Tony the homie, little Tony. Beautiful, beautiful, lovely power box. Oh yes, the story for another time. But yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that day, uh, little just a little uh, quick thing uh, that day I felt like I did pass away and I feel like I passed away for not too long of course because I wouldn't be here um, but in a way to be able to feel what it is to contact God okay and by this I mean I saw I was I was on the floor I saw all black and then something 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 at the time i didn't know what it really was just something brought me up to to just survive a, a horrible tragedy that happened and i didn't know what it was at the moment and you know i was really surprised but the the, the reason why i knew it was something like special it's because up oh, i woke up with with no pain mm. until i it clicked. Everything clicked back until I came back to reality. Mm. And the reason why I say came back to reality is because when I was in that state of not feeling nothing, no pain or nothing, I was in perfect. I was fine. My my body, my soul, everything felt at its peak. Mm. I didn't know why, but as soon as I clicked, what I had what I had, had happened, it hit me, of course. And ever since from that day, you know, I started looking at a lot of things differently. And that's when I really not changed, but acted the way I act now. Always being grateful. Hey, I got up this morning. That's amazing. Hey, I'm over here. You, you were nice to me today. All right. I respect you. I started seeing a lot of things differently. And I started respecting a lot of people more than I did before. Um, And that really showed me and really led me to a place that to know that you don't have to listen to others or you don't have to know what other people are doing in order for you to be yourself absolutely and the way that just that hit me that just that one day 
that one huge event that happened completely switched how it was. But it's a good thing, though. Yes, it was switched in an amazing way. Because I, I will say that I personally know, of course, that I've been the same way since I was a child. And I have a couple people to back me up on that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but within just like seeing things and being differently, being very different for others, from others, like I I can say I am the, the black sheep and the, and the white and the white um, crowd. It's just myself as, okay, well, I'm going to still walk with them. What's the point in leaving the crowd when you can just show others that it's okay? Whew. Man, that's heavy. Yeah. Only the homie. I mean, you, you, you're, you, you are a staple. You become a staple. Okay? You became a staple. You became a beacon of hope for a lot of kids in your generation. Okay? Your story. You're going to be able to, you, you're, as time goes on on this show, you'll be able to share more testimonies and more testimonies and stories of you literally seeing miracles. And having them the money. Exactly. It's crazy. So I encourage anyone out there, any child, any young adult, teenager, if you're in middle school, high school, so forth, use Tony as an example. Use him as an example of his stories and what you may have been through and call the station. Leave a voicemail. Let us know that you're listening. And if it's something to do with a young young person, young adult, teenager, whatever, we will definitely, you know, let Tony know and let Tony address it. Of course. Because there's questions out there you kids want to know about. I mean, I was once his age too, and I mean, you know, no flow was was still beating on tom toms and chasing dinosaurs. Oh, <laughs> Lord. What, what was it saying? Something roots or something? Uh. <laughs> you know, uh, but, that's okay. You know what? There's re- revenge is a dish best <laughs> served cold. Okay. <laughs> When you least expect it, okay. So any of you out there who is any of you out there born at least after 1920, not not before 1920, but at least 1920 and above, if you have a question about some old school stuff, holla at your boy, no flow. Absolutely. If okay. You were born 2000 and up, I hear. Exactly. So you can call the station 833-586-6218. Call the station and leave a voicemail and let us know. Hey, you know I'm. So, and this is who I am. This is where I'm from. I have a question because when I was Tony's age, I had questions and no one was there to answer them for me. I didn't get the answers I got now. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for revealing these things to me. However. You have a whole show, three guys sitting in a, in a studio, live, worldwide, willing to answer any question you have. And back in a little biblical principle, obviously, but to answer these questions. And I'm sure Tony, on the air, week after week, can explain to you in his perspective why it's important to, to, to follow God's purpose behind every question. Yes, of course. I'm, okay. always, I'm always willing to talk. I'm always willing to explain something that even even if I have no knowledge about, I'm always willing to learn about it and talk to you the best ability that I can. See, if you if you hear us and you see you hear something that may not sound accurate, like you have a difference of perspective, opinion, or whatever, call us. We're willing to listen and talk with you and let the Holy Spirit do what it does, and that's bring peace and understanding to us. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. I, I have I have my deficiencies when it comes to understanding everything. No flow doesn't seem to ask that question. He already knows. 
I, I, I do. Yes, the I do. Knowing. <laughs> the all-knowing, no flow. Just be thankful for the blood of Jesus that covers all your all your sins. That's the reason why I do this. <laughs> Acknowledge me. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. You know, but it, we're we're thankful for the audience that we have. We're thankful for the production we get. We're thankful for the Lord who pres- who presents us this opportunity to be able to speak to the world. And we, we invite you, the listeners, to do the same thing. We're not we're not we're, we're not on a soapbox. We're not chauvinistic. We're not you know better than anybody else. We're two we're three regular guys. One, two, three, living three different lives, but all have the same understanding of the gospel: love, life attorney, life of victory eternally, and understanding that there is no way to live this life without faith. That is the truth. So think about it like this. So you have the ability to have a relationship with the Lord. And that relationship with the Lord there, he's the creator of the universe. He's the maker of all things. And he's the and he governs all things there. So who knows better how to run your life than the person who made you the way that you the way that you are at this moment. And who better to go through life with than with him? So, there's no way possible, as I think about it in my life, I could not possibly think, how did I get, how did I ever live without Jesus? Thankfully, I lived a short amount of time without Jesus before I gave my heart to him. Right before things could have really gone wrong in my life. Now, later on in life there, did, uh, did everything go smooth? No, it, no, it didn't. It didn't. Did everything just happen the way it was supposed to happen? No. All right? Have, have, uh, we, all gone, have we all come out battered and bruised in some way? Yes, we have. But we have Jesus. And you cannot risk living life without him. Because in the end, what really is going to matter there is when all is said and done and they put you in the grave, you're going to go ahead and live for eternity. Now, you're going to go ahead and live for eternity either in heaven or in hell. Now, that's the other truth about it. So, do you want to live in heaven with the Lord Jesus Christ and live and, and enjoy the, 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 the magnificence of who he is which will take all eternity to be able to find out and, fig- and, and get to know or do you want to live a life completely separate from him in an eternity that will never end in hell that is ultimately the choice that is put before you there today now I can tell you one thing I don't regret my decision to serve the Lord. I don't regret my decision to give my life to Jesus. I don't regret it. And I'm not going to regret it. For all eternity, I'll be thankful that I had a relationship with Him. Because of the change that it brought to my life and the change that it, I, that I have, the, that the Lord has given me the privilege of, of seeing other people's lives change. You could be the same person right now and it doesn't matter where you're at doesn't matter where uh, where you may where 
where you've been or where you're going in this life. You can change it right now by giving your life over to Jesus Christ. Now, we're going to do this right now because there's people that are within the sound of my voice that can, that can hear me and God is convicting and saying, you've got to do this now. So let's do it. All right, let's, let's do it. Let's take care of a business right now. Okay. We're going to come to Jesus and we're going to give our lives to him. And we're going to live for him from this moment forward. Yep. So I want you to say right now, we're all going to say it together. We're going to join the, or join with you there. If you're, if you're hearing my voice, I want you to say this right now. Jesus. Jesus. I need you. I need you. Come into my life. Come, come into, into my life. As my Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Of all my sins. Of all my sins. With your precious blood. With your precious blood. Make me new, Jesus. Make me new, Jesus. I need you. I need you. And I'm going to live for you. And I'm going to live for you. From this moment forward. From this moment forward. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, I'm going to pray over each and every one just real quick here. Okay, so we've got a little bit of time, just a short, short amount of time left. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch every person that heard what, I, what was being said to them. Lord, touch every person's life right now. Change them from the inside out. We pray for them. We thank you, Lord God, that you've touched their lives in great and mighty ways. Lord Jesus, make yourself real to them. Show them your power. Show them who you are. And we believe and receive that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, man. I definitely want to encourage every single person listening to this who said the prayer, who has been prayed for, who's been on, or who listens to us regularly. Go to umolv.com. There you'll find everything you need to know about the station, about the shows, about us. All that stuff is there. Okay? U-M-O-L-V. UMOLV.com. Okay, go there. You will find everything you need to know. Man, it's been a great show. I loved it. From your boy Blue to DJ No Flow, Tony the Homie. We love you. Thank you for tuning in to our live show. We have an incredible show coming up next week. You can't miss it. Tune into it. Remember, we are we we replay on Fridays at seven and at Mondays at seven. So don't miss those at the replay. Okay. Much love you. God bless you. God's grace on you. And remember, Pentecost, because he paid it at all cost.